Shut up and sit down. The current state of politics is unsustainable. Uh, politically, economically. You know, you still have distrust there. We all come from very different places. Man, we don't want the government to do a damn thing. We deserve better. People have to have the information in front of them. It is about supporting, platforming, and, and assisting the people who are out here actually doing the fight. There you go. Like, just promote people who are doing something. Volunteer to work with people who you like. And take an issue that's important to you and do something. You are part of that declaration against tyranny. This conversation gives me a little more hope for the future. The one, the only. Fight for liberty. This is the cherry on top. How to really achieve the life that you actually want. And I am really excited about bringing that to you guys. But first, and taking down the tyrannical state, Blood of Tyrants Wine is the thing for you. Uh, sales, So definitely, definitely don't forget to use the promo code. Next up is Crafton uh, Business Services. Uh, so going with but wanting that get a degree. And then it comes back to the fact that our educate get out to be more creative and hone in on how you can serve and earn a living in a wide variety of different ways. Yeah. There's working as a generalist for large to global companies such as Deloitte and Touche, Apotex as a whole. And I've invested over 25,000 hours to really an interview question I haven't done. So, and indeed, although indeed by million, look at the first hundred, there's probably good enough rather than who matches the skills correctly. So if you're the 101st candidate and you don't know some of the uh, quite intimidated that I could think for myself <laughs> and threw me under the bus and cost me my job kind of thing, but in the then automate in terms of having, they don't like your background. They don't like that you've switched jobs, whatever reason they have, they don't like you. Uh, but if three do like you, most recruit you, you're now increased your in interview chances significantly because you have. Then the next piece of the puzzle is employment. And if your LinkedIn profile says, I work here, optimize that as well. To make everybody's life easier, let's say, I've provided in my Lander Dream job, uh, right, just for you. Uh, if you ever read Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about, you know, be proactive, be different, do something that will give people my script on how I get clients for recruiting to help you speak to the right decision maker and get hired. And so if I've told you what the agencies are and I've told you what the job qualifications for, but I got hired because I interviewed better than everybody else um, in there. And it's a small thing, but people will remember it and you'll stand out um, of a resume. Mm -hmm. Number two, mm -hmm. number two, you use kind of squares as you wrote. So people kind of filled their resume with their fluff. Now, before the, the other, uh, the fourth problem is that people kind of write a chronological or functional resume. So given that you and I have both switched careers a, a few times, David, there's a level where if you're the first thing that they see on your resume is it can be actually countable. When Elle Woods or Reith Wizzerspoon the prize to Harvard University and to the internship once she's there, she submits a pink scented resume. And I'm not saying soft word. You can get diamonds, you can get arrows, you can get check marks that, you know, are slightly different than the normal, 
but they draw your eyes in because tenure of college and and everyone's just been updating that resume for the last 10 15 years they haven't rewritten it actually yet. the last 35 years i would say but <laughs> yes sure. right and, and this is the problem is that it becomes and and that goes to my fifth problem right know how to do something or they have experience i'm going to use two very simple examples that i use often when i answer the phone i did not most people especially in north america know how to press the green button go hello how can i help you right but if a receptionist comes to you and says i know how to answer 60 calls a day with 12 different lines you can measure 60 calls a day with 12 different lines you cannot measure i know how to answer the phone what they do so you see i've worked in private education i've worked in recruiting i know how to do sales i've given you a lot of lingo but I actually haven't proven thousand dollars in sales for the reaction to it, and as long as <laughs> are not usually known for their are in a relationship. Like yeah, you might have been working on this because now I can increase productivity by twenty five percent by fixing this and this. Mm -hmm. That is what needs to be on your resume, and that is what you need to communicate in an interview. Because the audience that I put in to buy a buy even a dime or even talk to you. So like employed. There are 50 million people that are severely, and then there's approximately the moment. differentiate yourself doing things wrong. Yeah. That's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can't go buy groceries or, or get a bunch of hiring. I think the pandemic kind of made it think that needed a security thousand dollars a year with a possible 25% bonus and ask that of your salary as a raise uh, to come into the office once a week. And he was like, yeah, no. See, I'm right, an extrovert. So I'm dying with all of this remote work BS. So I would... They offered somebody, like somebody's making 100,000. They offered them 140 to 150 with 50,000 stock options because they're about to title that they're offering me for six months. You as an analyst for six months will teach you what you need to know, and then we'll make you a manager in six months. And they put that in writing. And they're like, yeah, the title is less than $200,000 because even if it's doubling your salary completely, right? Always say title in six months. I don't know what your experience is, both things in interviews, but holy smokes, seriously? All right, I've got to ask, what's, what's, what's some good ones? Tell me some, some uh, good stories. Just in the was one of the most shirt up to their chin. <laughs> and I found them a guy. I spent about an hour to an hour and a half for jokes. Just the interview. She asked him, what motivates you in life? His answer verbatim. Sex and money in that order. Oh my God. So not unless you're playing, you're trying to be funny. Because they have to take notes, no, <laughs> kind of thing. And trust me, that's not even the worst one I wanted to do when I grew up. So I got hired to thrive for something. And curse where sometimes I see, but I am. So, for example, uh, I did the Tony Robbins Walk of Fire. And nothing's going to happen to you. And to kind of get rid of all your fears. And I think within the first hour of him doing the exercise... I was like, all right, I'm Tony Robbins purposely to walk on fire. And out of, I think, 4,000 people that did. And as I was doing this for my, doing this for job finding, how come nobody's doing this for just, you know, 
let's say, companies that need to hire people? Why aren't they asking these that when I am intrigued by something, I want to learn about it. And so I, like I said, I invested 25,000 hours and I kind of went, okay, founder, hardworking, I'm dedicated, I'm committed, I'm team player with excellent communication and personal skills. And it becomes a waste of a question. So it, one of, enough of one of my strongest suits that they would still tell a girl that depending on the friend. Um, <laughs> But, but they won't say team players, they'll say team player. They shut up and I let the person process. So kind of like you just did, I'm like, it depends which friends. I actually have people that rationalize which friends will set them up on a date for me. When I ask the questions, like, hmm. not Sam. Sam thinks I'm crazy. So probably Mike. Mike will say, and I'm just like, all right, noted you're a little crazy. Because you just <laughs> told me that. <laughs> Going to be the interview. And I'm trying to give me the correct job finding answer. Because you're not being true to yourself. Right. So even a question like, tell me about this job. Most people go, I know how to do this and I have experience with that. So modify the question by asking, let's say, what is the biggest problem? And based on the details you give me, because you're not auto responding, realize that even if you want to be an entrepreneur, and again, as an entrepreneur, I support entrepreneurship, but if you don't have the money to be the entrepreneur that you want to be, the tools to get a better questions, it's the same there once you are in a position where you need to hire people to help you build your dreams and your business. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a really important note because I, I talk a lot about entrepreneurship uh, on the show and just like in life in general. And, you know, part of part of my business is help better questions in an interview decided that they wanted to start up as a basically a secretary industry you're in, you know, a CEO is a CEO, and that's better experience than being like an assistant uh, branch manager to somebody else at, for a little while because I'm learning. Want to men you scale up, and so when you scale up, you invest more in yourself by, you know, paying for training, whether it's a weekend boot camp, uh, you know, or whether it's uh, um, masterminds or whether it's direct mentors that you know will coach you and say, here, these are things things to consider. These are some things to avoid because there's different perspectives. Like I have five mentors and there's some I'm going to explode because I know I have that person to fall back on and ask questions. But um, at the end of the day, you can reach out to executives and especially for you, let's say in the platform of a podcast, say, Hey, I'm interviewing successful uh, executives. Would you mind coming on my podcast and sharing some of your wisdom? And most of them, unless they're interviewing for a job themselves, it's an opportunity to bribe. You, you'd be shocked how many times I've been at networking events and people will walk by and go, oh, you sound important. Can I have your business card? I'm like, sure. Not here. It's my name. Kind of nice to meet you. But just give me your business card. And the next day I get an email saying, hi, I got your card at the networking event. And, it, and it, it, there's no real fault. Come on. <laughs> Something, you know, but there's a level where, again, even the art of networking is a conversation People come in just like me, 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 me. And so you people tune you out. Like I was just at a um, kind of a conference for technology. And I came in and I'm like, who are you? Tell me about your business. Tell me about why you come up with this idea. And so I got them to talk first. And, and again, because I introduced myself as a title, interesting, and it, it's a different listening because I'm not coming right away. Like I need a job. I'm not coming away. Hey, can I get your business? 
for people. And we um, graduating high school that can barely spell their own name and be like, I deserve to be the CEO. And I'm like, why? What have you done that? But, you know, um, I was asked to lecture at a business class. And before I came in for the lecture, using a lot of money and they had to kind of figure out what is the best solution. And 95% of the people basically said out and the room kind of went half silent. I say, how many of you would rather keep your job, but lose 10% of your salary? A few hands went up. I said, how many of you between what you've learned in your MBA program and between some of your life experiences might have a solution that can generate money for the business. Some hands what's up. I said, here's the difference. You just did this case study and your solution was outsourced because that's the easiest and cheapest. Yep. But if you watch a show Undercover Boss, one of my favorite shows, I might get there. But there's also a level where, again, we've been programmed to kind of, okay, I have a job. I, sh- you know, I shouldn't, you know, 1500 transactions and then print letters and send a copy to the financial advisor and a copy to, to the client, basically. And I went to eight hours of work to stuff envelopes when we have a machine that stuffs envelopes kind of thing. Like, wouldn't it make more sense to put it in the machine and then I can help with the financial transaction? It guarantees everything. I said, in worst case scenario, you pay the $10 for ICS to bring it over to the office. But we have inter-office mail machine. But again, refuse to produce better results. This will be better. And, you know, more often than not, executives forget that everybody has their own genius. Corporate culture, so I have to tell executives to go to the bathroom. Humans, it's no North America hate their job. Yeah. That's a pretty scary statistic. Yeah, it's uh, it's a an almost a worse pandemic than the one that we've been talking about. The kind of active listening that you were talking about, and you know, way one of the truest of the corny lines that I've ever, uh, I've ever heard. Because you know, it's and I a job, and or or a prospect for a job. And I think that that's exactly the correct word choice because it's exactly the same as courting are very, very similar experience, but of humility, a little, uh, a lot of acts going on in your life, a similar mindset. And, uh, you know, just, just getting into there, especially like at a networking event, like you're talking where you're not, you're not there for the express purpose of getting a job. You're there to just have a conversation and see what happens. Uh, you know, it's the same. I'm, I'm give you a minute to give you a minute to in a guy very so brilliant if and let's just say for simplicity it's pizza i want pizza with your friends or at an event what would like oh my god this pizza is so good like dave's energy is about her you're there are stars and put them into your eyes but like let's say in a bar situation if you go to a girl kind of smile and say listen i bet my drink could beat up your drink it's silly it's funny but she'll probably go yes you have to learn what makes you confident don't try and speak about like you know if you're not into vision about that because you know you're not going to be confident in that and you know if she's like hey do you know anything about art one that it's easier to flow um, but a lot of 
people are so stuck in that, you know, like uh, I, I used mechanical engineers earlier, but then thermal dynamics, calculating the discombobulation of blah, 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 blah. Most women will go, uh, okay. Change the conversation to, I've worked on a problem for three months. I finally figured out how to solve it. I'm so excited. Most people can understand that one. Yeah. Um, so again, in the job market, if you're boring, I'm hardworking, dedicated, and I'm, I'm really good at my job, and I have knowledge in this, and I have knowledge in that, you'll probably have a harder time getting those better jobs. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's definitely a strong crossover. Because, yeah, if you if you walk up to a girl and, like, hi, I, like, go to the gym, and, like, I'm strong, and I'm, like, I'll, I'll hold your hair when you cry. You got well, to show that you're... I don't really have confidence in how they approach or the conversation that they're having. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true, unfortunately. How would your friends describe you for... And in my head at the time, I was like, well, sometimes, you know, I don't know if I would want to answer, be, you know, my sense of a little bit of my unreliability in in my actual day-to-day -day life is one of the things that makes me kind of fun in the dating world. But here's the thing, the, the spontaneity and the creative taking risks. Spontaneity means that you're decisive, for example, uh, whereas in uh, even fun, it's you enjoy what you do. You you have a sense of passion. You have a sense of energy. So again, to you, it's like, it's not necessarily there. And I want creative. I want somebody, you know, I keep it because it's seeing observation and additional interesting observation. So like one of his job was cab driver and he wrote interesting observation and then additional interesting observation, did coffee and chips kind of thing. And for working for the restaurant, he wrote once zucchini. And I'm like, that's the most random thing I've ever read, but it's hilarious that a resume. And for a marketing job, mm -hmm. I was like, I completely trust your career. Somebody asked you for a bino zucchini in a restaurant kind of thing, that's right? It just, it's just, it's so random, but it's so smushed. Subtle way in one sentence at the end of each job that when I read those sentences, I was, I was laughing so hard. I was just like, wow, I really want to talk to you. Right. Um, about, I would say, 20 years ago, it's got to be the most fascinating conversation to have. There was a company that sold shit and had a bad breakup or your boss fired you. You can have shit delivered to that person, either anonymously or with your name. And you could choose like solid shit or liquid shit or animal shit or human shit. And I could... Only imagine being on a date with somebody and somebody asking you, what do you do for a living? He's like, I sell shit. You mean sanitary, but like the marketing team for that company must, oh my God, like I would have loved to pick their brain from like, you know, because their marketing was, you know, you had a bad experience, tell somebody about it by sending them shit. And I'm just like... <laughs> Again, it's, you know, and can you imagine like working in sales where you have to generate sales for this product? It's like probably a very random conversation that I will definitely never forget. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Joseph, you're talking about um, marketing and I, you had mentioned earlier, you know, kind of going above and beyond and just, you know, asking, you know, what, what you can do to help kind of uh, retail sales and then telemarket sales. 
Uh, and at two, basically two back-to-back jobs, I went to my boss and I was like, hey, why don't we have a social media? It's like, fine, whatever. And, you know, just became above and beyond what I was doing for my sales and whatnot. Um, the first one, you know, it was, it was a retail store. So I, I could, I had not a whole lot of leeway. It was a, a big national company. I worked for uh, Joseph A. Banks. So it was like Taylor Brands. So like they had social media, but I just made an Instagram for our store. Uh, springtime's here. Come get your, you know, uh, later wear, whatever, you know, just kind of stuff like that. But the second job, it w- I was looking for a loan broker that just had absolutely an abysmal online presence. We were we were literally basically just just working. I didn't really want to do anything else, and I couldn't really convince them to do anything else. But they let me make us a Twitter and a Facebook, and I actually started getting leads in through the social media, and those all actually got to go straight to me, and I, I got to close all of the deals that came in but i actually got to see some return on investment for the time that i was putting into the to the social media and actually caring about it a little bit more than just the instagram that i was having fun with at my store and you know i was the the closest thing to front facing that our company had at the a lot of companies that are stuck to him because he didn't have experience because he just graduated so he printed 20 copies of his resume he chose 20 companies that kind of interested him and he went to the first company, he showed up at 9 a.m. And he was like, I'd like to speak to the director. And the reception looks at him and went, mm, he's busy. He's in meetings all day. And he went, okay, I'll wait. He'd been trying to see me all day. What's up? Hmm. And my friend did in school. The director was so impressed that he was willing to stay there for, you know, apply in line, apply in line, yeah. uh, so that we minimize the human factor and the human connection. The human connection is what's going to get you hired. Like, I, I, you know, in 20 years of recruiting, I've never hired somebody to, or, you know, place them to them. Even if it's a Zoom call, uh, you know, I still have her, you know, and, you know, like, to them. Even if it's a Zoom call, uh, you know, I still have her, you know, and, you know, like, the algorithms of what people are responding to. If it's done incorrectly, then you'll spin your wheels a little bit, but it's part of the process. You can't just... Since we're talking about mine, can I share a quick little story? I'm an avid salsa dancer. I've danced for about 15 years, performed and competed, even though I'm partially tone deaf. Uh, so when I first started dancing, I had someone that was significantly younger than me that was my dance partner that was studying graphic design. And there was this internship at a telecom company in Canada. And she called me up. She's like, I really, really, really want this job. I, I Can you help me? And again, because we were friends and, you know, Mr. Miyagi, when, instead of your first interview, <laughs> right? <laughs> then I said to her, like, okay, first thing I want you to do is back then, you know, Flickr was still very, very popular. I want you to organize all your digital art on Flickr so that it's easy access. You don't need to log in. You can find it super easy. Created or graphic design work that you've created. And I want you to go to Kinko's or Staples or Grand and Toy and print it on the highest quality glossy paper, even if it guarantees results. And some stories for that, if you want. Never been so impressed with the candidate as I am with you. I'm not even bothering with a second and third interview. You know, will start updating my resume and looking at job postings in the... will start updating my resume and looking at job postings in the morning over coffee and breakfast. 
so what is something that someone can do that's you know 10 15 minutes tops can easily do it before they get ready for bed but it's not some big couple hour long time commitment that people usually associate with job hunting so again there is so are there events near me that relate so yeah, uh, David, if you're in marketing, you type in marketing, like go to Eventbrite, your level, they might be willing to recommend you to the company that they're working for. Right. Um, so those are like, again, meetup and Eventbrite generally free. If not, we're talking $10, $20 as an investment and it's not spend hours on it. Um, but again, if you have the cookie cutter resume that you learned when you did careers, uh, back in the day, bullets makes a difference. And again, it's not two hours of investment of work. Add a tiny bit of color or change the layout a little already can make a difference or an impact for you. Um, but again, there's also kind of mindset. Congratulations, you've manifested not getting this job. So, you know, even if it's listening to motivational talks, um, motivation is a mantra to say to yourself. If you say it before you go to bed and you say it first thing when you wake up, if you do it for at least 21 days, which is how a habit is formed, you will program your mind to see if at all or can you walk to work, right? The, the kind of creativity, like as a marketer, and if you're a social media marketer, David, then, you know, what the universe will provide it to you. Hell yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan of of that that kind of stuff and like the reality and and, and kind of shape it religion or philosophy you as, you ascribe to there's some version of that you know so whether or not you're you know praying every morning and every night just you know that that you'll you'll get the job or if you're you know meditating or you know whatever it is just you know but it to make sure that you have shower. gratitude for it make sure like I'd say the biggest part is the gratitude because pretty pretty cookie cutter any any adult like young age that you know it was it was very much every time i was praying it was you know i want this i want that i want this other thing and i i had a a few people influence self was at its probably worst uh until i i eventually walked away um but that th these people like really introduced me to the attitude of you know gratitude through prayer that still affects the way that i live my life even though i don't you know pray to god anymore just the i idea of yes i want today to go you know there's always you know the the corny like uh always look on the bright side of life song from uh what is that monty python uh, i love the way that you said it. it kind of reverberates out and and it it completely changes the vibes that you're putting out there and for those things like when you actually land the job because it it wasn't just you and your hard work but it was a lot of hard work and you know you're thankful for the uh the stamina to do the work and the opportunity to get the job and that the person said yes and you were again going to something like that and i like not only did i call them on their private cell phone on the weekend but i said i know you and since you're already little, you'll work downtown in the benefits. And since I know that you work shift work, if you work from nine to five, I'll schedule at eight o'clock at night. If you work from 11 to 
seven or 11 to eight at night. And I'm handing this to you in a silver platter because all you have to do is come in and shake hands. You don't even, there won't be an interview. It's just like, hi, nice to meet you. Your license good. Let's go. Right. Very close. One. One. Nice. One. Right. The Hem and Haw. Hem and Haw. It's a little book like this. It's a brilliant book. Um, but like, you know, I had people tell me, well, what if I get the shift on your income? So why would you get fired? You know, I got used to taking a nap on the bus on the way home. I'm like, so a nap is more important than doubling your pay. Right. And again, fear, 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 people that are desperate to have a job and just being thankful that you have something you have, you know, you're working for a bank, you have, you know, free banking, you have benefits, you have uh, there. There's a lot of people, and especially in the United States. I mean, I'm in Canada, so the benefits structure is a little bit different. But, you know, there's a lot of American, like, I mean, uh, I know, like, my sister was in Florida and her sign voice for three and a half thousand dollars. And then she sent it to insurance. And as soon as the hospital realized she had insurance, Again, like she sat there for six hours and like, yeah, you took up space in the hospital. So we're charging you for that. Yep. And she's like, and then you gave me two tunnels. Uh, But yeah, the doctor is an expert. So we're charging you for that. And at the end of the day, it was like, okay, like I'm on vacation here. And she had both from credit cards and from job insurance that covered it. But stuck in you know i shared earlier that i had people that were offered double their salary but didn't want their the job because they had to come into the office once a week and mm -hmm. you don't necessarily come every day that somebody's willing to double your pay um because they see value in you right and so uh it's one of those where like i said i have lots of those stories and uh we all want that in one form or another that's why we seek love so desperately and a lot of companies don't understand that. They don't practice that already. And then none of the executives dress up. It sends a message of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. We don't care. Go ahead, do it for $2. Wear it for 10, 15 minutes. Shake hands. Acknowledge the people that actually bothered dressing up, right? Take off the mask. Go to your meeting. The bare minimum you owe me versus I'm thankful is mm -hmm. a huge, huge separator. Something that I cannot stress enough. I'm not, I'm not as I act takes you out for coffee at a, on at least a weekly basis. And the person above them takes you out to dinner, at least like on a monthly basis. And, you know, you go to these uh, meetups on like a quarterly basis and, and there's a yearly convention and all this other stuff. I never made it to one of the big conventions, but you know, there's like, there's this culture of, of mentorship baked into it. And it, it's the same with a lot of the MLMs. Uh, but I mentor mentee. Biggest accomplishments. Right. And then you ask them, if you were to mentor somebody, what would you focus on teaching them? And then as long as you show excitement, mentors everywhere. Like, And this is, it goes back to investing in yourself, investing in your knowledge and your education, right? Questions about it. Like what be implementing or doing, right? What are the, the higher level skills that being certified will give you, right? Um, and just, again, if you speak, you know, um, there used to be a great cartoon that Steven Spielberg created called Animania, usually babysitting. More you're asking about, and, and you know, here's, a, and I'm just going to add and a leader. I might do it better than that.
a leader, let's say leading you, even if I lost my job in my company, the fact that I was such a good leader, I will get higher and higher positions mm-hmm. elsewhere, right? So most retail, they're used. To, and then when you did it, even if it, we need to speak to David and we can create, let's say, a position for David that the manager will not be qualified for. Why? Because the manager doesn't do it or doesn't apply it. Uh, and it's the same concept, but most successful people, yeah. you go to, if you go to a meetup event and you, or like, I'm, I'm going to use like, go to a chamber of commerce or a board of trade, right? Go to the, about their successes, about how they problem solve. And you'll be amazed at the information that they give you. America, you know, even people that work retail, you know, you're miserable at your job, but you're so afraid of looking for another retail job. Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Um, because if you're working a minimum wage job, you don't have to be treated like shit. There's a go find an environment that is willing to teach you, is willing to develop you as well. Like, yeah. you know, Costco, Costco is a great example. There's cashiers at Costco that make a hundred thousand dollars a year plus benefits. Uh Costco, when they promote their staff, they offer, they tell their the day-to-day complex stuff that might come up. 70% of the back office at Costco started pushing carts and being cashiers. Why? Because Costco on any given day, most of the employees are happy. They're cracking jokes or having fun, regardless of the fact that the store is packed, stupid kind of thing, because it's built into their culture. And uh, they're one of the best retailers to work for. Um, by far, kind of thing. And again, more because they understand how important their people. I actually genuinely loved, like to this day, in my top two jobs that I've ever had. Uh, and you know, I was middle managed seven. Uh, so there were there were three managers, and I was the lowest manager. And then there were four. And, and we added another part management where like I have all the responsibility, but not a lot of the power and not necessarily the pay, you know, a situation that normally would be kind of, uh, I, I can, as I mentioned earlier, be a little OCD. Uh, and, you know, both of the people above me, uh, they, they had their ways of doing things. So they kind of like gave me a rough uh, kind of structure and then I got to do everything, uh, you know, I was in control. I loved it. It was even sell suits yet. Um, it was all really reasonably priced, but like really good quality. And uh, we had a bunch of regular customers that came in, bought a new tie every week, and it was just an awesome job. And you know, to your point, you know, there are there. Are, I hate my job. Like I work at Macy's, and it fucking sucks. And that's just life as a retail worker. Uh, you know, there are jobs out there that. Uh, for example, they they're of course so they they're very big on landmark education and the study of ontology, who you are in the matter, and um, they pay all their employees to go do more present. It's a better experience for everybody. Um, so you know, yeah, it, it's not about the pay; it's about an experience where you know, yes, if you do my program, you can get much better pay and uh, significant raises. Uh, but it's also it doesn't need doesn't need to be. Well, before we wrap up, I want to give you an opportunity to give one more kind of elevator pitch. You know, kind of give people an idea of what they're 
uh, what, you, what you're offering? So um, as the, my kind of background says, the full course is 697 US uh, and I've gifted you 15 amazing templates and cover 15 cover letters that go from really outside the box to more inside the box, depending on your personality and type of job you're applying for. Um, there's a module on interviewing and the seven rules to kind of get any job that you want. And trust me, I have gotten jobs that have zero qualifications for it because I know how to majority of questions with the exception of, like I said, a few weird Google interview questions. Uh, there is a section on LinkedIn, how to optimize your LinkedIn, how to, how to use and probably the 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 worst resource to use, but there's tricks on how to beat that. Uh, there's a section on employment. So big, do searches locally because you'll get some specific smaller agencies that you could work with. Um, and again, the homework's done for you. Uh, there's a section on salary negotiation. Uh, you know, it is amazing what you can ask for if you've proved negotiation of my life. Um, kind of outside get noticed. Uh, there's a section on kind of creating a position that does not exist, just like you did with starting to dabble on social media and making posts, um, because those are usually the best positions because there's no job description and you get to create your own job description and as well as the working conditions. Uh, that is a section with uh, kind of bonuses, like since we are now in kind of a gig economy, I've given people, like I provide uh, 15 different pages of ideas of what you can do as side hustles from, you know, sadly, people walking is now a real profession where thanks to Pokemon Go, people were so obsessed with catching Pokemons that they walked into the middle of highways and got run over. And um, so there's now a profession where, you know, if you're on your phone, playing video games or whatever, you can have somebody walk beside you and go stop traffic. Or just if you want to get into shape uh, to go for a walk with somebody and uh, you can find people walkers, there's professional cuddlers. So there's, um, you know, uh, there is, there. yeah, to, to do experiential marketing, just like the product samplers at Costco, for example, they don't actually work for Costco. Um, hmm. And um you know, I've kind of provided that. I've provided two of my books as resources for you of kind of food for thought. Uh, I've written over 10 books on um, particularly the subject that are international best centers and award-winning. Um, and I've basically done the homework for you to make sure that you succeed. Um, and I give you, as I said, the insights of job boards like Indeed refresh the Eastern Standard Time. So depending on where you are anywhere on the resume and save it, the database considers that a new resume because you've made changes to your resume. So order will spend a couple hours looking February or March, and we're now in July. You're probably on page 7,000 of the database. Nobody sees your resume. So by pressing spacebar, by pressing spacebar once a day, before you go to bed, you go from being on page 7,000 to being on page one, hmm. right? So again, it's a small little trick, but this is an example of the depth that I go into to kind of go stop writing cookie cutter resumes, giving me cookie cutter answers, applying professional jobs, 
aren't posting on Indeed anymore. They're posting on LinkedIn. They're post if they're posting, or they're posting with agencies because they don't want to get like. Even though most jobs in North America say "Don't call us, we'll call you." Call. Mm-hmm. Say, Can you check that my application went through? Or I never got a confirmation for my application. Can you check that it went through? The moment that they check that it went through, guess what? You're now first on the list. Yeah, you're getting noticed. Do you know that's just a like we'll call it the cherry that's not going to get hired in two days is this is what you need to do because no one else uh, go into spacebar click save and then go to Setter on all the social medias follow him subscribe to all the things check out his and website. then there's links to my course and then like the doors of stutter website has a link to the course themselves um like us years old whether 22 years guy from New Jersey that was self-employed for 10 years. Um, unfortunately ran his business to the ground. I wasn't very good at invoicing his clients. Uh, he was looking for a job for seven months, had one interview that didn't go anywhere. He hired me, uh, and, and he was a product manager in social media. I wrote his resume. I did his LinkedIn profile within two and a half weeks, Google, Facebook's, that's kind of what I do for people. We talk about fighting for liberty and and living an actually free life a lot on this show. And there is no freedom if you are weak every single week. That's not freedom. It doesn't matter if you live in New Hampshire or California. You're still not living free. So uh, get, get your dream job and start making the money that you actually want so you can start investing uh, in my show because I, I need it. And then... Uh, 11 what those shows will be about and dave thank you for having me it's been a blast and uh thank you for giving me an opportunity to share a little bit of my wisdom my absolute pleasure uh joseph everybody keep up the fight (laughs) 